0: What's new? How is the world treating you? Pastor Henry Harder, the Renewal Singers, and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We move on today to Acts chapter four, focusing on verses one through four. On our previous studies taken from chapter three, our focus was on Peter's address to the crowd that had witnessed the miracle of the healing of the lame beggar. Peter had exclaimed to them that this miracle was possible because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and that they were now seeing the fulfillment of Old Testament prophet. Now we move on to chapter 4. This chapter shows the result of Peter's second sermon. The number of believers had now reached about 5,000 men. Then the apostles were arrested and put into prison. This was at the instigation of the Sadducees, and the reason for it was the preaching of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now here are the opening four verses of Acts chapter 4, and Luke writes as follows. While they were talking to the people, the chief priests, the captain of the temple police, and some of the Sadducees came over to them very disturbed that Peter and John were claiming that Jesus had risen from the dead. They arrested them and, since it was already evening, jailed them overnight. But many of the people who heard their message believed it, so that the number of believers now reached a new height of about 5,000 men. It was the religious leaders that were against Christ and the Church. It was the Pharisees that were the enemies of Christ as he walked here on earth. They were the ones that persecuted him and finally had him arrested and put to death. But apparently quite a few of the Pharisees were saved. Some that we know of were Nicodemus, Joseph of Arimathea, and Saul of Tarsus. Apparently, there were others of the Pharisees who were brought to a saving knowledge of the Lord. It seems that after they had gotten rid of him, their enmity and their spite were over. But now the Sadducees, who do not believe in resurrection, became the great enemies when the church came into existence, because the apostles are preaching the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now here to bring us today's study is Pastor Henry
1: Harder. Christians from the beginning have experienced persecution for their faith and practices. This is to be expected. A world system that is either non-godly or ungodly will not tolerate Christians who are serious about their relationship to Jesus Christ. God and that kind of a world don't mix. So the persecution of Christians over the centuries since the church began should not surprise us. When Peter spoke to the crowd that gathered around them in the temple area called Solomon's Porch or Colonnade, the authorities of the temple were disturbed, primarily not because they feared a riot, as some have suggested, but primarily because Peter and John testified to the certainty of the resurrection. It was that message that got the disciples into trouble. Here is how Luke describes the incident at Solomon's portico that day. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed. And the number of men grew to about 5,000. The Sadducees were there to arrest Peter and John. They constituted one of the Jewish sect at that time, dating back to the Hasmonean rulers of the Jewish revolt around 150 BC. They believed that the Messianic age had begun with the Maccabean rulers, with Mattathias and Judas and Jonathan and Simon. Therefore, they were not looking for a coming Messiah. The Messiah was not any one individual, but only an ideal, and the Messianic age was a process. The Sadducees differed from the Pharisees in several ways. Number one, they considered themselves to be orthodox. They were not innovators, they were perpetuators. They strictly perpetuated the law of Moses. Any additions were considered taboo they wanted no development of law. Therefore, they wanted no oral law or tradition, which the Pharisees were famous for. The Pharisees created the oral laws and traditions in order to build a hedge around the written law, in order to protect it. The Sadducees saw the oral law as a threat to the written law. In fact, They thought that the oral law would destroy, not protect, the written law of Moses. They would therefore not speculate. They refused to speculate about such things as angels or demons, for example. The second major area of difference between the Sadducees and the Pharisees was that the Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. They claimed that that wasn't in the Pentateuch, which they held above the other scriptures and that the doctrine of the resurrection was an innovation by the Pharisees. The Sadducees believed that the soul perished with the body, that there was no other dimension, either of bliss or of sorrow. So when they discovered that Peter and John preached the resurrection, they became disturbed. What doubly disturbed them was the fact that Peter and John preached the resurrection of Jesus Christ, whom they had condemned to death. They had had a run-in with Jesus some months before when he raised Lazarus. So these Sadducees, with the priests who belonged to their party and the captain of the temple police force, who was always a high-ranking member of their party, were disturbed when Peter and John preached the resurrection of the dead. There was another reason why they were so disturbed, perhaps even more important to them than the theological issue of the resurrection. And that was the political problems such disturbances might create. Rome would consider the Christian sect as a part of Judaism. And any unrest caused by Christians would reflect on the Sadducees and on Judaism. The Sadducees were favored at this time by Rome. All the high priests, from the reign of Herod to the beginning of the revolt against Rome in AD 66 belonged to the party of the Sadducees. They wanted to keep things that way. They didn't want to in any way jeopardize their favorite standing with Rome. Their future depended on the goodwill of Rome, and since they didn't believe in a hereafter, they had to make the best of the here and now. So because Peter and John preached the resurrection of Jesus and because this new sect might endanger their status with Rome, the Sadducees had Peter and John arrested and imprisoned overnight. Evidently, the hour was late, and the council was unable to discuss the problem, so they incarcerated them overnight. But the seed had been sown. Luke writes that many who heard the message believed, and the number of men grew to about 5,000. I'll come back to this account tomorrow. But I surface this point in closing. In looking through the rest of the New Testament, I noted that in spite of their major and often heated differences, the Sadducees and the Pharisees combined forces against Jesus and the early Christians. They differed radically on matters such as oral law and tradition, on life after death, on rewards and punishments, on the resurrection, and on other matters, but they agreed that they both wanted Jesus dead. This one point of unanimity superseded all differences. Most important was that Jesus should die. Interesting point. Especially since it was in God's plan that Jesus should die. For the sins of the Sadducees, and for the sins of the Pharisees, and for yours and mine.
2: My Savior is waiting to...